Would you pray with me? Almighty God, through your Holy Spirit, make this time of worship be a chance for us to come closer to you. Make my words your words. Reveal your holy presence and guidance as your servant delivers your message for your precious children. Open our minds and hearts to fully understand your heart and know your heart for your church. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, for whom we are waiting. Amen. Today we share selected verses from Paul's first letter to Thessalonians and the Gospel according to Luke. I'm reading from New Revised Standard Version. Listen now for the word of God. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy that we feel better our God because of you? Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you face to face and restore whatever is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, just as we abound in love for you. And may he so strengthen our, your hearts in holiness that you may be blameless before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. The scripture from Luke Gospel. Every day he, Jesus, was teaching in the temple, and at night he would go out and spend the night on the Mount of Olives, as it was called. And all the people would get up early in the morning to listen to him in the temple. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. A question that I cannot answer well is, where are you from? As many of you know, I was born and raised in South Korea and came to the United States in 2009. While I was in school and in the first years of ministry, I answered the question without hesitation. I am from Korea. The question, where are you from, is not easy for me anymore. I have lived here for 12 years, one third of my life. The question makes me pause because I have to think about an implication in the question. Considering the hidden intention, I should say either I am from Korea or I am from Burke, Virginia. Although it's been 12 years since I came to the United States, every time I go to, Gore I, I go to Korea, I think I'm going home. Korea is where I as a person was rooted and my family still lives. The funny thing is that on my way back here, I feel like I am finally coming back home. I cannot choose one over the other. Korea is my home because of my background and my family. And here, the United States, is also my home where I live and continue to grow as a person and as a pastor. Today, we kick off a new worship series, Close to Home, 
for the season of Advent and Christmas. The concept of home seems simple, but it is actually complicated. Some people might say a street name or family members to talk about their homes. If you were or have been in the military, you might talk about all the state and the countries where you were assigned. Some people might not want to talk about home at all. Home means different things to different people. For some people, home is a place of a full of love, overflowing joy, and never-ending laughter. For some people, home is a place of tears, pain, and wounds. Some people run away from their homes. Some people might think that they have no home, regardless of whether they have a physical home or not. Home is so complicated. Even a home that looks perfect has stories behind it. Our first scripture is one of the passages for the first Sunday of Advent according to the lectionary, which is a book or listing that contains a set of scriptures for Sundays or special days on our Christian calendar. The season of Advent is the beginning of the new year in a church calendar. Today is the first Sunday of Advent. That means that the scripture of 1 Thessalonians has been read for the first Sunday of the new year in our Christian tradition. The Apostle Paul wrote letters to various Christian communities in the early Christian history. First Thessalonians is known as his oldest letter, and its background is found in Acts 17. Paul and his fellow missionary Silas visited and built a faith community in Thessalonica. The problem was that their confession of Jesus as their Lord led the Roman Empire to persecute them. So they had to flee. That meant that they had to leave their faith community in Thessalonica. While being away, they were so concerned about the community. So they sent Timothy while they stayed in Athens. When they got a report from Timothy about the Thessalonica's community and its well-being, Paul wrote his first letter to the community and celebrating their faithfulness and he challenged their continued growth as Jesus' disciples. The community in Thessalonica went through persecution because of their faith. Throughout all the painful experiences, the community did not break their faith down. Instead, their faith became stronger while supporting and loving each other. Therefore, Paul was joyful and gave thanks to God. In 1 Thessalonians 3, 7, he said, during all our distress and persecution, we, we have been encouraged about you through your faith. Paul also said in verse 9, How can we thank God enough for you return for all the joy that we feel before our God because of you? They have gone through persecution. Paul's thanksgiving continues with his prayer to God in verses 11 through 13. Verse 12 says, 
May the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, just as we abound in love for you. Being away from his community, Paul missed them so much because the community became home to him. He was homesick for a place he loved and loved, and he was loved for a home where he cared for and was cared for, for a home where he prayed for and was prayed by, for a home for and with which he was persecuted. What is your dream of a home? Indeed, home is more than a physical place. Home is a people. Home is a community. Home is where our past, current, and future coexist. Home is togetherness. Even if we have a physical home, we might have a place, time, or people we miss all the time. Maybe the time when we are child or younger, or our loved ones were still healthy and alive, or the place we grew up, or the time we did not know and had to deal with all kinds of life challenges and cruelty of the real world. Are we homesick? Mary and Joseph were away from their home when their holy child was born. They were about 70 miles distant from their home and couldn't find a place to rest. They were homeless even though it was a temporary. I'm sure that Mary and Joseph were so desperate when they couldn't find a place for their child who was about to be born. Jesus was homeless at his birth. However, a manger in a stable became home for this little holy child. A shabby, possibly smelly place was his first earthly home. Jesus left his heavenly home and came to the world to be an ultimate sacrifice for our salvation. Throughout his entire life, Jesus became home for others. For those who are unwelcomed, marginalized, and blamed as sinners in society. Women, children, sinners, the sick, the weak, widows, foreigners, and servants. When no one was around them, Jesus came to them first. Jesus reached out to them, talked to them, ate with them, and proclaimed the good news to them. He also called Matthew a tax collector who was considered as a sinner as his disciple. On the cross, Jesus showed his universal love and salvation for everyone. His death revealed our dream of a home, that we are fully loved despite our brokenness, wrongdoings, and the chains. His death truly broke the chain of our human sins and opened the door of our heavenly home. The good, new the good news is that the home is for everyone. The home God had, has, is for everyone. 
Today's gospel lesson tells us that Jesus went to the temple, taught people every morning, and went to Mount Olives every night. To Jesus, Mount Olives was his spiritual home on earth, where he could be away from the crowd and the world, and rested, spiritually rested, with his heavenly Father, our God. Jesus came down to the temple and returned to the mountain every day where he quietly spent time with God. Eventually, Jesus returned to his heavenly home when he ascended to heaven. And his disciples throughout the whole Christian history have waited for his return, which is his second coming. From a theological perspective, we live in between times, between the birth of Jesus, the first coming of our Savior, and his second coming. In this season of Advent, we remember and celebrate Jesus' first coming and prepare for his second coming. In the between times, we are homeless. We are homesick because we long for our true home, our eternal home, our heavenly home, that is prepared for all God's children. While we are waiting for the second coming of Jesus Christ, I believe the church community should be a true earthly home for everyone. That is why we have to ask ourselves what St. Stephen's, this church, means to ourselves. I'm not asking you how long, how many years have you, you have attended this church. If today is not your first time to visit St. Stephen's and worship with us here or online, please think about what makes St. Stephen's, this church, your church home, and what St. Stephen's means to you. If today is your first time at St. Stephen's, please think about what would bring you back here again. I, as one of the pastors here at St. Stephen's, hope and pray that this place and this community can be a home for each one of us. A home where you can be vulnerable, where you can be yourself, not somebody else, where you are embraced just as you are, where your spirit is rested and recharged, where you experience the love of God and grow together with others so that you can also become an example of God's love on earth. Isn't it home what we all imagine and hope to have? I'm sure each of us has different expectations of the church, a place of worship, fellowship, or people. Regardless of your definition and expectations, we already know that the church cannot be perfect, just as our home cannot be perfect. However, it does not mean that we cannot make our church or home a better place. I want to ask you these questions. Would you be willing to share your gifts and talents to make St. Stephen's a better place for you and others? 
Would you be willing to find glimpses of our heavenly home at St. Stephen's with this church family? We can be home for others. We can make St. Stephen's a church home led by God for all God's children. All the broken, suffering, weak, and marginalized in society, just as Jesus did for us. We can make home here. St. Stephen's is God's church in God's great hands. Therefore, I firmly believe that we can find and experience a glimpse of our heavenly home here at this church, St. Stephen's United Methodist Church. That is our hope as God's people who are eager to enter our heavenly home. That is our hope as Advent people who are waiting for Jesus coming. We can dream together. We can make a home here. We can make this church our earthly home for ourselves and all God's children. God is our eternal home. God has a home for each one of us without exception. In our between times, God gave us a gift of the church community on this earth to find and experience a glimpse of our heavenly home. Thessalonians community overcame all kinds of distress and persecutions together because the community became a home for each other. Hope is a symbol of the first Advent candle under which we lit today. Through Jesus, God showed us what it looks like to be home for others. Thessalonians community taught us how to live out faithful life. These examples of Jesus' life and death and the faith community bring us hope. Today's scriptures remind us that we are loved and we are called to home, the church and our heavenly home. Remembering Jesus' first coming and waiting for his second coming, let us be faithful and hopeful as Advent people. The truth is that we are God's church. We are God's people. That is enough for our faith and our hope. Where is your home? Can we say our home is here? We bring home here to the church for ourselves and others. Let us find a home here in faith and hope. We are no longer homesick because God is with us and we have each other. We have faith and hope. So my friends in Christ, come, come home. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.